You're listening to Vet Candy. Hey all, this is Dr. Jill Lopez. You may know me as the founder of Vet Candy, but do you know why I started Vet Candy? Simply put, it's because of people like you. I love that in our profession, there's always somebody new to meet. I'm really passionate about meeting new people and sharing their stories. And I consider myself fortunate to work in a field that is full of the coolest people on the planet. And that's why I created 21 Questions to share their stories. With 21 Questions, we take a deep dive into interesting stories and topics. We talk with others in a free-formed, wide-open, relaxed conversation to not only have some laughs, but maybe to inspire some people along the way. Are you ready to get started? I am. Let's go. I'm so excited to introduce you today to my guest, Ava Cabell. Welcome to the show, Ava. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. (laughs) Oh, you sound excited. So you are a first year at Cornell. That's so impressive. Thank you. I'm surrounded by a lot of amazing people, which definitely helps. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. We have had several Cornell alumni and students on our shows. And one of them, do you know um, Natalie Katz? She's like, she loves camels. I think I follow her on Instagram. I haven't met her in person. I think she's that bitch vet on Instagram. <laughs> That's her handle. She's so funny. She twerks all over Cornell. And she takes photos of it and posts it and stuff. And in between twerking, she'll go and she's like with a camel somewhere in New York. It's so funny. I know this. Like she has this, her favorite camel's name is Kramer because he has that weird Seinfeld Kramer hairdo. She's always on there with him. And then like I follow her. And then one day she's like in, I don't know if she's in Saudi Arabia or she was in Egypt on some kind of camel farm, like working the camels. So, you know, so in between the twerking and then back, she's back twerking at Cornell. So she's fun. And she's so interesting because she's also, I think she's in the reserves. She's going into the military when she gets out. So once in a while between twerking and being with camels, she's got her uniform on. So she's very, like I was telling you before we started the show, people from Cornell are not what you expect you know she got that thing with the army where they pay for her vet school which is incredible so when she gets out she doesn't have the student loans that i'm sure you have when you get out so yeah that's nice (laughs) so yeah there's a lot of interesting things going on at cornell so you ready to play the game yeah okay okay the first question is Ready for this? If there was a time machine and you could go anywhere in the past or the future, where would you go and why? I think I would go way into the future, way after I'm like past to see the state of the world and the state of veterinary medicine and the amazing innovations and what cool things have been done. Because every time I see research, I'm like, I can't wait to see this like actually like in clinics or actually applied. And I feel like in the future, I'll be able to see that. And that would be amazing. (laughs) What do you think the future looks like for vet med? Like, what do you think about like, even 20 years from now, what's going to what's going to look like when you're out of school for 20 years? What is it going to be like? Well, I guess I can tell you what I hope it's like. (laughs) 
I really hope um, it's just taken more seriously in medicine in general. You know, I talk to a lot of human doctors sometimes, and some of them have a good view of it, and others really don't know what's going on, and they don't know how advanced we are. So I think I see a trend of us getting more recognition, but I would like to see that more, especially for veterinary nurses and such who really don't get paid what they deserve. I think that's very important. In terms of medicine, I don't know what to expect. I think gene therapy and mechanisms like that will start to get popular, and I'm excited to see what that brings and the public's attitude towards that. Yeah, yeah. I always think, like, in the future, there is a, like, the old Star Trek, like, the original with William Shatner, they had, um, you know, the medicine they did then, they had that, I think it's called a tri- collar I don't know what it was called but bones would like wave it over someone and see what was wrong with them I don't know how they would do surgeries but they didn't have needles like he he goes back in time once and he was like freaking out because they had like people were actually doing surgeries it's like this is so brutal and things like in the future they don't open you up and they don't give injections which would be good would be nice so if you could go on a road trip anywhere with anybody, there's no budget, where would you go and who would you bring with you? I really want to go to Montana at some point for their big national parks and they have a lot of cool wildlife that I would enjoy. I would probably just bring my significant other there because I can't deal with a lot of people on vacation. <laughs> I like to just, you know, do what I want to do, do what they want to do and not have a bunch of things we have to do. But yeah, I think really just investigating their environment and seeing all their native animals would be really cool. You know, this week, I have a friend who's he's a vet in Montana, and he was showing me the weather. It was 38 below. So would you want to go in the wintertime or the summertime? I'm a warm girl. I don't go <laughs> But you're from Michigan. How could you be warm? a warm girl from Michigan? You guys have a brutal winter. We do. I don't enjoy it. My significant other is from Florida, and I go to, with him to visit a lot, and I'm like, I want to live here. I need the warmth. I need the gators and the wildness, you know? <laughs> oh, really? Is that what you're going to do when you graduate? Hopefully. Well, if you're into exotic animals, that's the place to go, right? Because everybody and their brother has, like, raccoons in their house, like, as pets. Exactly. And especially crazy reptiles, that's, like, my joy in life, and a lot of people there keep a lot of crazy things, so that's exciting. Well, speaking of that, I was just talking to Dr. Melinda McCall. She wrote this book called Driving Home Naked, and she's a large animal vet. And she's asked her, what is the craziest story she heard or she's ever experienced? And she said, one time she went to this man's house um, to vaccinate cats, and he had a lot of cats. She thought that was strange. And then he said something about snakes. And so I don't know why she did it. She went in his house with her and they went to the basement and he had like hundreds of pythons, not just like little snakes, like pythons. She's like trying to get out of there as fast as she can because she thinks like he was feeding the cats to the pythons. It was really weird. She said, I was like, oh my God, that's like the strangest thing. It was in Virginia, but I feel like if I heard that story and someone said, which state do you think that would be? I would say Florida. And next question, since you mentioned the word Florida, we have to play the Florida man game. What is your birth month and day? Uh, March 16th. Oh, are you a Pisces? Yes, I am. <laughs> 
Okay, let's play Florida Man. Are you ready for your Florida Man information? Oh, God. Guess what? We can't talk about any of your Florida Man ones. Oh, my God. They're awful. Okay, this might make you change your mind. On your birthday, playing the Florida Man game, Florida Man dressed like Rambo charged with attempted murder. A central Florida man dressed like Rambo was arrested after he walked into a lounge with an assault rifle and two hunting knives and challenged customers. That was actually one I could say on, on the radio or whatever. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So some bad things happen on your birthday. So don't play Florida Man with anybody else for sure. Yeah. So next is, who is your celebrity crush? You know, that's funny. I was just thinking about this the other day. I really don't have one anymore. When I was like littler, I loved Harry Styles. But now I think I'm just, I'm very in love with my significant other. So I'm just like, they're my celebrity crush. (laughs) Oh, oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. You know, speaking of Harry Styles, he's so talented, right? All his songs, like his songs come out and um, you don't even know it's him, right? Like he'll have a new song, like the sushi restaurant song. I had no idea it was him, you know, and it seems like, you know, forever. I think we're all going to be bound to Watermelon Sugar because it's like the pandemic song. Yeah. When I think of Watermelon Sugar, I think of it was summer 2021 and that song was playing constantly. So next question, you don't have a celebrity crush. So what is your favorite movie that you can watch over and over and over again and you never get sick of it? Probably Spirited Away. That is my favorite movie ever. Have you ever seen it? I think so. Is is it about a witch? It's a cartoon? Yeah, it's animated. It's about a little girl who goes into this, well, her parents get trapped by the spirit land, and she goes into the spirit land to be with all the spirits, and she has to hide. It's very cute, and it just warms my heart every time I watch it. I've seen it, but I have this thing, like, I don't like cartoons. Isn't that weird? I'm, like, one of the only person on Earth that doesn't like cartoons. So I had to watch that. So you watched it when you were a little girl, and you just love it. And, like, when you watch, like, say you have a bad day, you could watch it and it makes you happy. Yeah, it's very comforting, I would say. Okay, I'm going to have to, I'm actually going to have to watch it now. I see it everywhere. I just haven't watched it. Okay, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just getting a note. We have to go to commercial break. So you guys keep listening and we'll be right back. We'll be right back with more Vet Candy. Vet Candy makes learning fun with the most exciting experts on the planet. Become a Vet Candy member for exclusive access to our library of more than 100 studio qualities and race approved videos taped in 4K. Say hello to streaming and goodbye to boring webinars with us. Plus, members can connect with specialists and licensed mental health care experts on our forums and get answers to your burning questions with our knowledge database. You can even create a custom learning plan, keep track of your progress, and track your CE credits all in one spot. Your personalized learning journey starts with us. What are you waiting for? Sign up today at myvetcandy.com. Next question is, what's your biggest fear? Whenever I have a fear, I try to face it. But I guess 
not really accomplishing everything I've sought out to accomplish or, you know, becoming the type of veterinarian I want to be or even the type of person I want to be, you know, always remaining kind and genuine to myself. Anything, you know, combating that is my greatest fear because that's hard to control. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. So what kind of vet do you want to be? What's your goal? Definitely exotics. Um, I really want to specialize in reptile medicine. They're what makes me really excited and research in that realm gets me really excited. So I'm going out. They don't do a lot of research in, in reptiles, though. I'm lucky enough at Cornell, we have a um, faculty member that does a lot on reptiles and sees their importance in veterinary medicine. So I'm trying to work with him on some things, but it's really nice to have people that care about the same things you do at your disposal. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, next question. What's the weirdest thing that's in your closet? I love clothes. I think I have a slight shopping addiction. I'm trying to think of strange things I have. I have silly Halloween costumes, I would say. What's the weirdest one? My weirdest Halloween costume was when I was little. I was Flo from the Progressive commercials. For some reason, I had a... (laughs) That is very strange. That is very strange. They had a costume where you made it. Did they sell a costume? We made it. But after that, they started selling a costume like that. So we say that we started the trend, but probably not. (laughs) <laughs> that is very strange. <laughs> That's strange. Yeah, I love going to what is that? It's um like the costume shop. Everyone has this all oh, the party store, party yeah. spirit Halloween. Yeah, yeah. And you go there and it's like, oh my god, who would who would wear this? Some of the things they have. It's like who would be wearing that? Like this is most random creatures, like or whatever, random characters. Okay, so next question. If you were in the middle of a zombie apocalypse, who are the three people you would want on your team? I always think in those situations, I would just tap out pretty early. (laughs) I was like, I'm not a survivor. I'm not a fighter in those situations. I'm like, I'm not sure if I'd want to live in a world where, you know, things are constantly trying to kill me. (laughs) (laughs) That's not good. Well, say there's like, how about there's like, five zombies, and then that's it. And if you can get out of that situation, the world is back to normal. Who would you choose to help you fight those five zombies? I think my mom. I think she's very intelligent, and she can get out of uh, tricky situations. My dad's very good with making things on his own, and I think he could make some weapons or some sort, so probably him too. I'm trying to think of, like, well-known people, but... I don't know a lot of well-known, like, good survival or people like that. (laughs) But I think as long as I was around people who I trusted and had loyalty to, I would be okay. Yeah, you know, the whole thing about the zombie apocalypse is so true. Like, all these shows, it just, it never gets better, right? It's like, you get through the zombies and then there's cannibals. Well, speaking of zombie podcasts, we have a new podcast that pretty much came out and it's actually well when you become a veterinarian it's race approved but it's it's like educational for any age and any veterinary person and it's actually very fun so you gotta check it out it's uh based on a short story and it's about this veterinarian and her friend who's a veterinarian and there's this dog the stray dog who has 
well, you find out later it has mutated rabies. So it was so shocking when I got it approved by race. I thought, like, are they going to approve this or not? But they did. They did because we followed the guidelines. I was going to say, they always say, like, if aliens come here, veterinarians would be best to treat them. So maybe they'll be zombies if they calm down a little bit yeah that's true that's true like if there were zombies they would have to use veterinarians i think and um we were just watching that's funny my kids and i were watching old movies and we watched war of the worlds and i was telling them i was like if there was a veterinarian there they would get one of those dead aliens and check it out and figure out what species is it close to and figure out how to kill it for sure maybe we wouldn't kill it maybe we'd find a way to get along with it too but i think you had to kill they they were killing everybody so i think you had to kill that one but yeah you never know you never know like um what you can do like godzilla is a reptile all you have to do is spray him with permethrin and and you're good you know okay so next question i'll take it to something fun what is your favorite ice cream flavor oh that's a good one in my hometown, we'd have flurries where they blend in something with the ice cream and they would blend in cheesecake with vanilla ice cream. And that's my favorite. I miss it a lot. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. That sounds good. Cherries are like a Michigan thing, right? You guys are like obsessed with cherries and they're like grow cherries and Michigan cherries are supposed to be the best cherries. Yeah, yeah. Traverse City, they produce a lot. <laughs> Okay, next question. What is the best advice that you've ever received? I think to always stay humble is a really good one for sure. I've had a lot of veterinary mentors that have been amazing and they have all been very humble, which I think is really valuable to learn from, especially like as a first year vet student, like we should be the most humble out of everyone in that school because we don't know anything yet. Yeah, and everybody lets you know that, right? Exactly. Well, yeah. Some people don't act like it, but I think that's a very valuable trait to have, especially when you're treating living beings and animals. You know, you don't want your ego to get in the way of saving them and providing great medicine. Okay, next question. What's the wildest thing you've ever done? I do a few wild things. One of them, my mom always reminds me of (laughs) when I was in high school. When a teacher was giving away guinea pigs and I brought some home and I knew I wouldn't be allowed to have them, of course. Some. How many or some? <laughs> just two. Just two. <laughs> a male and a female? <laughs> they were both males, I believe. Okay, good, good. Okay. I just put them behind our couch in the living room and nobody noticed it for like two months. And the only way they notice it is because I think I tweeted something on my Twitter and my sister was like, are there guinea pigs behind our couch? <laughs> so that is definitely a story that gets retold at many family gatherings. <laughs> the secret guinea pigs. Guinea pigs are so much fun, but they poop so much. They just eat and poop, eat and poop. Yes, they're very messy. And I definitely could not provide enough room for them. So I did rehome them after that. But <laughs> If you had... An unlimited budget, and you could go anywhere in the world and do whatever you wanted for 24 hours, and the 24 hours doesn't start until you get there, where would you go? And what would you do? And what would you eat? I have two places that I really like. The first one being South Africa. I love Africa. And honestly, outside of South Africa, too, anywhere where they have their wildlife and 
as long as I did it in a respectable and ethical way to just to be with their wildlife and see their ways of living and things like that would be amazing to me. Um, I don't know many food options there, but the other place I'd like to go to is Japan, where I would all of the sushi ever so (laughs) (laughs) okay okay yeah that does sound good yeah like in africa i mean i think you can get anything you i mean you can get anything you want like you wouldn't go for like the luxury like the kardashian bali vacation you go to like kenya and go into a tent that's nice just be out there with the animals yes that's my dream ever since i was little i just told my mom i want to be out there in the jungle or whatever landscape I could to be with them. And I still believe that. So we'll see, you know. (laughs) Have you you ever been to Africa? I haven't. I have some plans for the next couple of years. So I'm planning that right now. So I'm really excited. There's a lot of volunteer programs you can do. Mission Rabies has one. And I know there's like World Wild Vets or Worldwide Worldwide Vets, I think. Is that what you're looking at doing? Like something like that where you're hands-on? It is pretty hands-on. Right now, um, we're applying for a few grants so because it's a research thing. So I don't want to fix it, you know, so fingers crossed. But that's what I'm currently working on, and I'm really excited. Oh, my fingers are crossed. That sounds like fun. Oh, my God. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So you would go to Africa to do that research then. Okay, so your last question is, if you could have dinner with anyone living or dead, you know, celebrity or famous person, who would it be? And what would you talk about? My answer to this has always been Jane Goodall. Um, (laughs) I had a feeling you would say that. (laughs) Yeah, it kind of goes with my previous response. But ever since I remember this very clearly, when I was in fifth grade, I had to do a project or a biography on someone, and I really wanted to do it thing veterinary related and looking toward dogs and cats people. And then I came across a book about Jane Goodall and her work with pansies, and that like changed my whole entire life and view of veterinary medicine. And she's not even you know a veterinarian, but her work with conservation and how her approach to conducting research with animals, I really enjoyed and respected of her and I still look up to her to this day and I see what she comes out with and her involvement in those communities that she's promoting conservation in well you know I know someone who's friends with her and I will connect you on email oh that would I uh, I don't even know what I it's kind of like an idol thing like I'm like oh what are you <laughs> yeah there's there's a vet she's a Greek vet Dr. Anna and she would work in the U.S to get money and then she'd take that money and she would go to different poor areas like she'd go to Greece or she'd go to underserved areas and and help with the animals. She's coming out with a program that actually you go to different areas. You could do it as a vet student. And um one of her friends and who actually is who actually endorses the program is Jane Goodall. So it's like meant to be. So I will introduce you after this podcast so you get to get to know her. Thank you so much. That's amazing. Wow. And you should do it. Like, I'm sure there's reptiles in Greece. I don't know, but I'm sure there are. Yeah, you'll find them. Yeah. She has such a good heart and she wants to do something, you know, and, and make changes. So so I always admired her, but I was like, wow, you know, Jane Goodall. Wow. It's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Now I know Jane Goodall. Okay. Hold it right there. 
let's take a break and go to our sponsor and we'll come right back and finish this conversation. We'll be right back with more Vet Candy. Vet Candy Radio delivers world-class content with engaging voices and inspirational messages curated by a network of top influencers and experts. Stream 24-7 at myvetcandy.com. So great. So thank you for being on the show. You did great. Now, if somebody wants to get to know you, say there's somebody who has a research program on reptiles in Africa and they want to get in touch with you, is Instagram the best place to get in touch with you? Yes, for sure. I actually don't even know my account username off the top of my head. Nobody does. Well, well, I'll figure out what it is because I can't remember either and I'll say something's wrong and I will post in the show notes. (laughs) Dr. Snow White dot I don't know something like that yeah well okay well we'll put in the show notes so and and it's so true like nobody knows I know our handle because it's you know vet candy the average person does not know their own handle are you on LinkedIn too or just Instagram uh, I'm on LinkedIn too. Um, that's just my first and last name, Ava Cabell. It's not super updated, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they might find you there or check or, or search for you on LinkedIn. So, um, well, thank you for coming to the show. It was so much fun having you on. And um, next week we have on, I think we have Keisha Brown on. So thank you guys for listening and um, we'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. Vet Candy. Vet Candy. Vet Candy. It's Vet Candy Radio.